0: Hey, it's Anne Marie. Welcome to another episode of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Now, this is part three of a special four part series that I'm doing on the topic of From Invisible to Influential Trusted Authority with a podcast. So, if you're a coach or maybe a consultant, you've got vast experience and expertise to help clients, but you still feel like the world's best kept secret, and you're thinking of launching a podcast because you've heard a podcast is going to help you amplify your message. This series is for you. So here's what I am covering in the series. And if you haven't listened to episode one or two, you can go back to shows and you'll be able to catch up. Here's what I cover in each of the episodes. Episode one, how to go from invisible underpaid coach or consultant to highly paid sought after trusted authority with a podcast. In episode two, we covered how to transform your experience expertise from a want into a need and from an overwhelming number of choices to becoming the only choice. Now in today's episode I'm going to talk about how not to leave tens of thousands of dollars on the table but rather nurture and build long-term client relationships that lead to profitable and sustainable business growth. And in the last episode of this four-part series, which will be episode four coming out next week, I'm talking about the power of momentum, how to attract and generate a steady flow of your ideal clients right to your door so you never have to chase leads again, while of course leveraging the power of podcasting. Without any further ado, let's dive into episode three. Let's recap what we have gone through. Again, I want to layer the learning, remind you of what we have been doing for the things that are important if you want to go from invisible, underpaid coach and consultant to highly paid, sought-after, trusted authority with a podcast. Because that's something else as well, isn't it? I can share all of the things, my strategies, my tactics, the steps that I took, but it also requires a mindset, doesn't it? A mindset shift that will enable you to get paid what you're worth. So three indicators that we spoke about. These three indicators indicate that you're not quite ready to launch a podcast yet, and you want to make sure that they're in place. Because one thing I know to be true as well, for many of you who are coaches and consultants, you thought that a podcast was something, a tool that would enable you to amplify your message, which it will. But if your message is not... Not already working, you want to focus on that first so that your message lands. It makes a difference. It has people, your ideal client, think, Oh, who is this person? And then they start to listen to an episode and then another episode and another episode. And before long, they've subscribed, they've binge listened, they've now to every show and they're now stalking you across every social media platform. And they cannot get enough of the content that you share because you know who your ideal client is you can read their mind and in a nice way of course uh, because you know exactly what it is that they need to do and you're sharing that on your podcast but you don't want to have a podcast that ends up not generating the results you put all of this hard time and energy into creating it and launching it you want it to work and you only you don't only want to have a podcast that is one of you know hundreds of thousands you want to be the trusted authority the podcast that's binge worthy that attracts your ideal clients. That's what this is all about, this nine-day challenge uh, and how I can support you. Four podcasting mistruths. You need to know what they are. Seven common podcasting mistakes. By the way, I've done all of these things. So I am, you know, what would you say? I have an MBA in all of these things. So I hope that you don't get an MBA in all of these things, but rather the things, the strategies, the foundations that have to be in place to be able to support you in going from invisible to influential. We talked about the definition of distinguishable, uncopyable and irresistible. One thing I often hear clients say to me is, you know, I don't want to get up on a pedestal and tell everybody how good I am. I'm better than everyone else. And, you know, um, dominate the industry and all of that kind of stuff. It feels icky. And I say, good, because you don't need to be. What you're doing through all of the things that I'm sharing, is you're not saying that you're better than everyone else. That's arrogant, isn't it? And we're not arrogant. Rather, you are saying, because it's true, that you're better placed to support your clients because you know who they are, you've been there yourself or aspects of the journey and you've now got a solution, steps to be able to support them in navigating through that far quicker with far less heartache, far less money uh, as well often when they invest in you rather than spending hundreds and hundreds of thousands and 20 plus years to get through what it is. So you're not better than everyone else. You're not saying that. You're just a better place to be able to support your clients. Um, We talked about the podcast positioning quadrant, be the trusted authority. Um, And we talked about that in day one. If you want to go back and re-listen to that or listen to it if you haven't already. And then, of course, we're now going through the, the distinction model. And in day one, I introduced what that was. And then in day two, we dove a little bit deeper into the message component. And we spoke specifically about how can you transform your expertise from a want into a need you know, ladies, when we see a handbag or shoes and we want them, but you know what? We will do everything. And I'm, I actually need those because I've got new clients that I want to really attract. And you know, I just feel better. And that's what you want to to have when your clients start to hear about how you can support them. They go, "I just don't want this. I actually need this program. I need you um, to be able to support me in going from where I want to." To where I am now to where I want to be, and from an overwhelming number of choices to becoming the only choice. That's so important that you are the only person that any of your ideal clients can see possibly to support them through that. While of course, having a binge worthy podcast that positions you as that trusted authority that your ideal client wants to work with. We spoke about authenticity. It's not a buzzword, it's paramount. It is so paramount. And I spoke about what authenticity means. We talked about less is more, so important. Less is more, do not overwhelm with your message. Do not underwhelm with your message unlearn industry jargon and terminologies learn through the lens of your ideal client the language that they are speaking and integrate that into your content because you could have the the solution in fact the only solution that's really going to help clients but in the the way in which you're expressing that the way in which you're sharing that message if that's not resonating if your ideal clients can't see that They're never going to say, hey, I think we need to chat. That's why it's so important to understand, you know, the language, the nuances that our ideal clients are using and what they're thinking uh, because then we can speak into that. It's like building rapport. You would know that. You're a coach. And so you need to build that rapport and that trust before you're really able to dive a little bit deeper with your client and really see what is it that's stopping them and then have conversations around that to shift their mindset, their thinking, and, and help them uh, see things from a different way. So for many of you who are coaches and you think, I, I just want to coach, just want to coach, all this marketing stuff that I have to do that gets in the way from me coaching, I get it. But guess what? See it through the lens of you're coaching clients, actually. They just don't know it yet because you're sharing a message that is sharing why you why now? And when you those things and what solution can you offer them so that they get excited, far more excited right in that process, because you've shown that promise of value and that promise of expectation, your future pacing. That's another jargon, but I can use that jargon because you are coaches and consultants. You know what I mean? Your future pacing through the message that you're sharing, but through the lens of what your ideal client understands then we talked about the distinction model the message your umbrella statement and your invisible thread and your signature sayings and slogans go back to day two if you want to find out more of those so important layered learning because we are going to layer in a moment day three so here are some ah ahas which I love Laurie said less is more I got your girlfriend. That is so me. We want to jam-pack everything from the last 20-odd years into, you know, like a one-day workshop for our clients because we need to download everything. But our ideal clients, uh, they had you, you know, what is that saying? Um, you had me at hello. Your opening statement, they're probably already doing some oh my goodness and then you're jam-packing thing after thing after thing after thing Um, so a huge reminder for us so looking at my five-step signature program and seeing that I'm literally trying to teach everything also checking on my industry jargon is a good reminder absolutely Near my aha is less is more there's another one I'm passionate about what I do and it's important to remember not to overwhelm people who are listening another one is something I do when um, working with clients who speak their language and not industry jargon thank you yep absolutely Karen says my aha was solidifying what I've been working on which is using the words that my ICA uses your I call it your lucrative uh, niche um, not mine so that I can connect better also using my story and what's sets me apart from others. Absolutely. And we're going to take that to the next level today with what we're speaking about in today's workshop. And then Karen said, uh, I'm listening for the second time. So much good training, your layer learning, uh, which is wonderful. And Anne says, my aha today was to simplify the message, learning signature sayings and slogans that can become branded hashtags. Absolutely. It's almost like, well, it is not almost like, it is like, and it is When you continue to repeat your lessons and have these branded hashtags what's going to stick in people's minds is these branded hashtags and they're immediately going to think that's what Anne says whatever it might be so one of mine's podcasting with purpose because it has to be intentional all of the steps in place if I want to go from a visible to influential trusted authority and um, I, I re- replied to, to Anne I said absolutely great aha simplifying the message is key less is more especially getting clear on the language our ideal client uses and the lens through which they see their issue once we Understand that we can bridge the gap to where they are, to where they want to be through the knowledge and the solutions we share. That they understand that we get them, we understand them, and then we're able to nurture them along the customer journey for them to then realize oh, there's nobody else, nobody better, no one else that I would want to work with. Today, we are going to unpack methodologies. And the two things that I want to talk about today, well, actually, we're going to talk about your signature system, because that is really important. Then there's seven core principles, which layer then on top of that. But today, we're going to talk about IP and signature system, show you some examples, because I think examples work really well as you start to think about what is my signature system? so that you're not regurgitating what you've learned from someone else and kind of putting your spin on it. You're actually creating a unique step-by-step signature system that is Uh, something that is very unique to you. So this is what typically happens when we start our business and for many coaches and sometimes even consultants but particularly coaches who they are open for business, they're really excited, they've got their new certification, they've got their certificate, it's hanging on the wall because my goodness we spent many many hours and months and sometimes years, excuse me, studying for that piece of paper and now being able to open our uh, doors to be able to support clients. We cannot help um, but get excited about the opportunities. So what do we do? We take every opportunity to promote our business. We go to many events. For some of you, it's like, what's this I'm seeing over the last two years? I know for for some of us, we are getting back into meeting face to face again. But that's typically how we've grown businesses, haven't we? You said Go to every networking event, make as many connections as you can. Over the last two years, it's looked a little bit differently, hasn't it? We've seen many more faces across our screen uh, to, on Zoom. But what's ended up happening, I don't know about you, but uh, this has led to Zoom fatigue. And did you know that there's actually uh, articles now, Zoom fatigue is a thing. And I just did a little bit of a Google search, as you do, to um, to find that there's a Harvard study, which, which identified four different things about what causes Zoom fatigue. Um, Excessive amounts of close-up eye contact is highly intensive. For those of us who are introverts, even though we are, and I've noticed this myself, even though, um, you know, we aren't physically with people that strain from the eyes, can really drain our energy as well so we need to monitor to that Um, but the one that I wanted to share so there was that there was seeing yourself during video calls this is another reason video chats dramatically reduce our mobility Uh uh-huh and then this is the one that I wanted to share with you cognitive load is much higher in video chats neuroscience and this is going to lead me to why am I sharing this because this is something that's really good with audio podcasts. Neuroscience have showed that it takes far more energy to watch a video than it is to hear someone which is why I think many um, video uh, videographers and video marketing specialists say keep your videos short and concise because people only have you know so much of an attention span and neurosciences shown that one of the reasons is that too is that they can get far more fatigued through watching it's just you know what happens in the brain but with audio it's less so and there are some figures around that I don't have access to that I, I've got it documented somewhere um, around because I to to find out I I realized when I started doing video um, interviews rather than audio why am I feeling so exhausted and doing some further studies neuroscience proved um, that audio only it requires less brain you know, um, energy, if you will. There's a terminology for that. I'm not a neuroscience uh, scientist by any means. But um, so that's great when it comes to audio podcasting and why we can spend more time with our clients ideal clients and community because they're able to listen to us longer and go on a walk while they're listening to us I've even had um, people said that they've laughed out loud in the middle of a train and then they realize oh where they are or a client who was in the gym listening to an episode and had to stop um, on the treadmill and go running to the toilet because the conversation was just so deep and meaningful she said it just it just you know um she just had to burst out crying you know she got her in the feels so to speak and that's the kind of thing that can happen with a podcast which is wonderful anywho getting back to what we're talking about today so what else we do do we do we hand out our business cards wherever we go now we're connecting online aren't we the digital version of our business cards we get every opportunity that we can to say yes I will speak about my business. Yes, I will go on podcast interviews. Yes, I will speak on webinars. Yes, I will go to the online um, Zoom connection meetings, doing all of the things, especially if we're able to speak about our business. And what happens is then you're you're networking with someone. You then maybe meet for one-to-one coffee chats, which we're allowed to do now, um, or virtual chats, which is wonderful, you're you're getting an opportunity to speak a little bit more in depth about who that person is, uh, share a little bit more about what you do. And maybe you realise through that conversation and she realises or he realises, she or he is actually your ideal client. So what do you do? Well, you invite her into a discovery call, which is getting to know her even better, seeing where the gaps are in her business, think considering whether or not you can support her, and then obviously um, sharing more about what is possible if um, she works with you. You know, showcasing the promise of value and promise of expectation. You know how you can support her. She's a great fit. You cannot wait to help her go from where she is stuck to achieving her goals. But guess what? She says no. She's not ready or for whatever reason, um, she's not moving forward. And so what happens is this can often become a repetitive cycle, can't it? So more meetings, more this's, more that's, more online Zooms, more, 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 more to the point where we get absolutely exhausted. You're left frustrated and uncertain. Because as coaches, often, we're so connected, deeply connected to the work we do, because it's not just work that we do, it's who we are, isn't it? So when we get a no, uh, we can often take it personally. And it, what ends up happening is it feeds that belief uh, that you're not good enough, that your program's not good enough, and not what they're looking for. So what you end up doing is probably more courses, and more this is and the more that's, because you just don't want to get that no again, because you're taking it personally. But don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. I want to share with you a colleague's experience. This was many years ago in the career industry. So was he. And he was just starting out his business. He'd done all of those things, all of those things that I had just walked through with you. And one of his colleagues or, or actually it wasn't a colleague, it was his next door neighbor said, well, just you you pretend that I'm one of your ideal clients, go through the process, share what you normally, you know, say to them, and I'll give you some honest feedback. How's that? And so that's what my colleague did, He went through and asked some questions, and then shared how he could work with that potential client who was his uh, neighbor. And after finishing, the neighbor said, you know what, mate, Said, why should I hire you to have a chat with me? Yeah, you're a coach and you're going to have a conversation and you're going to ask me really good questions and, you know, at so many meetings and um, we're going to have a chat. Why should I pay for that when well, I could have a chat to you now or I could chat to my mate down the road or whatever it is? And so, what was really sad about that was that the way in which my Colleague, my client uh, wasn't a client; it was a colleague. Was speaking about how he could support was just not seen as valuable, and having a chat. And guess what? Having a chat, you could ask a question as a coach because you're trained to do that, or a consultant to, rec- to direct the attention of your ideal client to an area where they're struggling, which could immediately change everything else. So that one conversation could be the difference between them achieving what they wanted and what they've been struggling to achieve or not. We know the value in a conversation. We know the value, don't we, in the the pregnant pause, that look, that really? Tell me more about that. We know the power behind that. But guess what? Our ideal clients don't know that. So having a chat and saying, we're just going to have some conversations and I'm going to ask you some powerful questions. Yeah, you will. But at the moment, they're just not seeing it as how powerful it can be. And I'm sure you've also heard about the importance of talking about not just features, how many coaching sessions, what the workbooks that you include. Those are all very important and valuable. And we talk, talk, taught and told, share the benefits, the outcomes. That's all really important. There's more. There's more, there's a better way. And that's what I want to talk about today, your IP and your signature system. So let's dive in. What is IP? You know that it stands for intellectual property. It's stuff that you have created and have come up with. And I call it your signature system. So your ideal client is looking for a solution that can support them and that is what your signature system can support you in doing for them so your signature system is really just keeping it simple a step by step pathway that can take your client through or that you take your client through in order to take them from you know point a to point g or whatever point that you're working in from stuck too unstoppable for want of another word, through the different steps. And for those of you who uh, have worked with me before, you know that I love odd numbers. Um, so three steps, a little bit too, too quickly, unless of course you're doing um, you know, a lasered program. And therefore, you're just working through those three steps, because you know, your clients are going to get some awesome things and results in those three steps. But five steps is good. Seven steps, probably. But you know, I always like to keep things. um, Yeah, uh, to five between five to seven, but I'm just I just love five in between three and seven let's just go with five. So why is a signature system so important? You really can rise quickly to specialist status in the eyes of your ideal client, an influential trusted authority, the choice versus just a choice with your unique, proven, profitable, and repeatable, that's important, signature system with those steps, those five steps. And if my ideal client or my colleague had have shared that and through the lens of the the you know the the steps that they would take through and share, and I'm gonna give you some examples about that in a moment and how we bring that to life, how it can support us in our conversations, you know, our sales conversations, our discovery sessions, the feedback that he got from his neighbor would have been far different because it would have seeded all of the things. Let's bring in what we spoke about in day two and day one. He would have, and I love this term, seed and lead. You seed information, you seed expertise, you seed, um, you know, in where your ideal clients are struggling with and what's possible. And then you lead them along the journey by sharing Why? Why are some of the reasons why they're stuck? Why are some of these steps so important? Why are they in a sequence? What is this program that you can support them with? That creates intrigue. That creates um, a compelling sense of, oh my goodness, I want that. When can we get started? Uh, And that's the difference in between having a conversation as a coach with a client and and just saying, well, I'm just going to have some conversations. I'm going to ask you some really good questions to putting it into some real tangible, um, compelling results, but through the lens of that signature system. Where do you begin? Where do you even begin to start putting these things together? Well, remember what we spoke about yesterday, day two, um, the invisible thread? This is where you start because your markers and your milestones, which are the invisible thread, can also leave clues for you as to where your steps are, along with the teachings to help your clients. So your invisible thread is where you want to spend a little bit of time and start to unpack. That's why yesterday I said, start to document what are some of your markers and milestones And then now we're going to go back. We're going to do another sweep over those markers and milestones and then see what of those are so significant with my ideal clients. They're going to resonate when I share them in my story. And what are the teachings? What are the steps that I can bring? What are the methodologies and the techniques and the tools that I've learned as a coach that I can put into that teaching and to help them shift through that? This is where we start to unpack and put that all together. I want to give you some examples because I promised that I would do that. In my resume days as a career coach, I came up with a really simple signature system. I even trademarked it. There was another one I trademarked and I couldn't find um, the diagram, but it was, this is before I learned the steps that, you know, keep the, the steps succinct. I had a 15 step um what was it finding your purposeful career and there was you know a model that i created and each step led them on the journey to going from hating a job to finding their purposeful career purposeful pursuing your passion i could find the little logo that i had but i uh, couldn't find the model but i got that trademark too not saying that you need to trademark yours although having said that for some of you you've got the ability to not only create this incredible signature system and signature programs you've got other coaches who will love your system and program so much you can certify just putting it out there certify them in that in your signature system so that they can go out and teach others and coach others using your model it's a whole other income stream that uh, um, is very exciting And that's what I was going to do with my purposeful careers model till I got bored, as the explorer does, and changed my focus. I have got so many programs sitting in boxes and things like that, which, you know, people could take and get certified in and and run with. But anyway, so this was the resume pyramid. And each letter stood for a a process. needed to do your research first. I mean, how on earth can you uh, put together a document, a marketing document, that positions you as the ideal employee if you don't know the company the, you know the company or the, the role that they're looking to fill their objectives the outcomes that they want the challenges that they're going you know through and then how can you not understand how best to position your resume if you don't do research on you and then and what your experience and then the expand was what one are the challenges that you've overcome how did you um, address that challenge what steps did you put into place you or your team how did you overcome so that some of those challenges? What were the successes? Then the script was writing that all out, starting to document what's the best resume format. Um, are you uh, returning to the workforce or are you a, um, a, a graduate and so don't have much experience, but how can you showcase your uh, projects in your University studies in the best possible way. That was the scripting. The underpinning was highlighting all of those sharp, succinct bullet points of successes, materialize. Hey, I was just new to the game. So when I read back to some of these things, I think, my goodness. um, Putting it all together, giving it a final polish, and then edit, edit, edit was so important. You'd be surprised at the number of uh, mistakes that you know, that um, in our industry, we would often have memes and things like that, that would come across. And the errors, the typing errors and resumes would often um, have recruiters laugh and key decision makers laugh too. But anyway, this was something that I created and I did workshops about that. I had a course about that. This was the process that I did with each and every client. So it, sometimes it would take me days to write a, a resume, especially if you get the 32-page document that you've got to, you know, put together in a, in a three, you know, here in Australia, we can have a little bit more leeway with number of pages. But I know in the US, it had to be sharp and succinct at that time. So this was the resume pyramid. Um, and as I said, I got that trademark. I was so proud of it. So now if I think about the business strategist part of it, it was the core foundations. And I'm actually walking you through that in the in, in this particular challenge or part of that we spoke about your lucrative niche. Who is your ideal client? If you don't understand your ideal client and the lens through which they look so that you can position your message through that, if you don't understand your signature brand, what makes you your unique, um, your mannerisms, um, what brand archetype are you? All of those different things. Um, again, looking through the lens of your lucrative niche. So you can see, if you don't know who your ideal client is, because there's a sequence to this, You've got to understand your niche because you can work on your brand. You can even put together a signature system that just rocks. But if it's not tied to the needs and the desires and the challenges and, uh, and you're not putting it through in a language of, that your ideal client will understand, there's no point. They're just not going to invest because they don't realize that you have the solution for them. So this is the core business foundation, the steps that I take clients through to help them go from invisible to influential trusted authority, your signature programs. We're going to talk a little bit, I believe, tomorrow. We may touch on that tomorrow, I believe, yes. And then your digital asset. And so, you know, this is so very important. Each of these is a sequence that builds on one another. And um, as I said, you're kind of walking through that at the moment. And this needs to be in place first before you launch a podcast if you want to be the podcast your ideal client listens to if you want your podcast to be um, one of the influential or you seen as an influential trusted authority in your industry and remember we're not focusing on numbers because vanity numbers means nothing really they don't because you could have a million two million three million downloads or listens but if they're not your ideal client they're never going to invest in your services because there's just going to be a disconnection there and so So if you focus on speaking to that audience of one who becomes two who becomes four who becomes eight and so on and so forth you will find that your podcast will continue to build a community of your ideal clients who when they're ready they will take that next step and so core business foundations so very important message before microphone end in mind before you even start recording And then if you look at some of my signature systems and then the models that I teach, bringing and layering the podcast strategy over the top of your core business foundations to build your reach with your ideal client, to build your reputation as that trusted authority an influential trusted authority and your revenue as you nurture listeners into leads from your very first episode, it takes some more steps, some more Uh, systems. And so I have three core frameworks, if you will, or or models that I use. There's the podcast profit formula, there's the formula, the framework, the funnel, the the pipeline. And so I came up with some of these things as I was thinking about how can I teach this in a way that people will understand, but gives some strength to uh, what I'm sharing. And I came up with this formula, S plus T plus U equals I to the power of three. And I'll share what that that is. Remember in workshop one, I shared with you how I started um, Career Success Radio with a dear colleague of mine who was also in the career industry. And even though we built influence, even though we built impact over the two years that we produced that podcast, we struggled to generate income. And then I realized when stepping back and learning all of the learnings, many of which I'm sharing with you, um, and I do share in in all of my programs, because you need to be aware of it so that you don't make the same mistakes and take so much longer to get to the uh, influential trusted authority. I realized that to have income, influence, impact, which is the I to the power of three, you had to have strategy. Which is the S. You then have to have a tactic. So, your overall strategy is really the deep, the planning, the overall. The tactic is really a specific method that is going to support your strategy in working. And then the you is you. So, strategy, the right strategy with the right tactic with you is going to generate influence, impact and income. And I realized then that my colleague and I, we didn't really have a solid strategy with an end in mind. We didn't really have a tactic that would get people off the podcast and onto our list. In fact, we had no list building capacity whatsoever. No real way to capture those people, take, build relationships outside of that podcast um, to do that. And with the you, we had an understanding, of course, of our brand. Absolutely. Um, so we, we understood that. We knew exactly who we wanted to be, the message that we wanted to share, all of those things. But we didn't have the right strategy or the right tactic. You need to have all of those things in place. And then guess what the strategy is? The framework. All of those steps are important for your overall podcast, purpose, plan, produce, publish, promote, and then profit. So that framework works for your entire podcast strategy and as a whole. And then you can use that framework with each and every episode as well. What is the purpose of this episode? What is the end in mind? What's the action, the profit? What's the action that I want my clients to take after this episode? all right, now that I've got what this episode you know, is going to be about and the outcome that I want from that, now I need to plan it. Now I need to you know, get the topic and do all of the things to be able to get that content um, recorded. Then I need to produce it. Then I need to publish it. Then I need to promote it. And then you can profit from it. So the strategy and the framework was really important. What's the tactic? Well, the tactic is actually the three-part podcast series, um, which came about from, remember the three episodes that I mentioned to you, Women in Leadership, the podcast I started to deal with my grief and loss after my worst business value ever, which was actually the best thing that ever happened to me because I worked through those issues. I went through the process, in fact, hired the most expensive coach that I have ever invested in in my entire life because I knew that if I didn't work through that worst business failure ever, it would have the opportunity to keep me stuck, keep me stuck. As a coach, I always have coaches to be able to support me. And I'm so glad I did, because as I said, it was the best thing that ever happened to me, because I was able to go back and reflect through the learnings. I was able to go back and start looking at, well, what have I done? How can I look at what my story and create some models around that create some systems systems that excite me when I'm sharing it because I'm teaching what I've learned through the steps I've taken I'm sharing this because you could be thinking the same thing too what are some of the systems and the steps that I can draw from the journey that I have walked yes I was in a pit then I yes I was I felt that I was walking through a valley then but guess what you have walked through that valley so that you can walk alongside that ideal client who is in that valley now you can show them the uh, not that not no don't go that way this is the way we need to go and you can use some of those tools and techniques that you've been taught those modalities that will have them shift their thinking that will know how to break state that will know how to hold the space as laurie and i were talking about that uh yesterday she could do a whole workshop on that about that technique on how to hold the space with the partner you love your your uh, your spouse so these are the things when you put Put them together in systems, in a process that when you start talking about that on your podcast and then the content that you share and as you're sharing slides and things like that in presentations, your ideal client is going, man, I need to know more about that system. I need to know more about that steps. And of course, the pipeline is really when you implement your three-part podcast series which is there as that call to action it actually adds value to the digital asset that the core cool foundations that you have created you know the quiz um, it adds even more value and that's what begins the process of your ideal client not only being aware of you but being aware of how you can support them and you're walking alongside them enabling them to have mini wins uh, along the way so that when they finish going through that series and they've continued to listen to episodes and see you online and they go, you know what? I need, to, I need to invest in myself because I can't do this on my own. I've been trying too long and I need to know what I don't know. I need to see what I don't see. And investing in you as a coach, as a mentor, as a consultant is the best step forward. And that's what happens when you take the time to create your signature system. All right, let's talk about Kashmira Modi. She uh, went through the Core Business Foundations Programme um, with me a couple of years ago and uh, I checked in with her she'd been doing incredible things just a couple of months actually and I said Kashmir I'd love to to uh, interview you and uh, find out what's happening in your world and so I've captured just a snippet of what she said but I want you to have a look at this diagram here um, which she now calls the learning essence program pathway and she recognized that going through the process and understanding the steps that her clients were taking. Taking and then having a look at what she was offering clients, she had a huge aha, uh-huh, and she realised that she was offering um, support to clients who were at the beginning of the journey, and then at the end of their journey, and there was nothing in between. So she was leaving, you know, dollars on the table because she didn't have a sequence or a process program pathway that would support clients as they needed to up level to upscale. what's next Kashmira? and what's ended up happening through that whole process because she didn't just do her signature system and signature program she understood her lucrative niche she then worked on her signature brand and tweaked that and really shaped it to speak through the lens of her ideal client she then put together that's you know she solidified even further her signature system her signature program, her digital asset. And guess what her digital asset is? This document, which is documenting her systems. And I tell you what, I was speaking to Laurie yesterday. It was hilarious because we laughed. I said, what do we often do when people are teaching and they flash up um, a quiz? Because I've got a, a handout version of my quizzes. What we do is we take a screenshot Let's just say we do, don't we? we? This is what we do. And we try and make the picture large because we want to read. What are the words in that particular um you know, in that document, we want to find out what it is, we're intrigued. This is exactly the kind of thing that happens when um, Kashmira starts to share more about uh, her programs, people message you, what are we doing? What's that? What what, what are you doing? But anyway, this is what Kashmira said previously in my business, she was hustling 80% of working hours. How many of us can relate with that? Marketing, putting out content, everything else was 20% working with clients. Today, now, because of what she's put into place in her core business foundations, she's hustling. She calls it hustling. Love that. 10% of the time and spending 90% of time creating value and serving clients. Isn't that what we all want to do as coaches and consultants? You know, have the marketing working for itself and you spending more time focusing on creating value and serving clients. And what's ended up happening, and this is the reason why, is because she's getting, and these are her words, more bulk projects. So not one or two short-term projects, but six months programs along with high-level clients and projects and opportunities. So no longer am I feeling depleted and exhausted trying to get clients. So once you understand um, and, and you, you know you've got your teachings and you're sharing it in a way through different models and this beautiful blueprint. I mean just how amazing is that and then you you know each thing that that can really support clients. It immediately has you go from a yeah, nice to have to a I need this and from a number of choices to uh, to being the only choice. And that's exactly what happened to Kashmira as well. So very, very excited for her. But that's the kind of thing that can happen when you focus on getting these core business foundations in place. That is why I harp on and you'll hear me say again and again and again and again, message before, make a model of the microphone you need to have these in place, especially if you're a coach or a consultant who wants to leverage your podcast as a way to generate leads, to build connections, a deeper connection, no like, and trust with your ideal client. Position yourself, not that you're better than everyone else. Arrogance does, does not come into our realm of, of uh, understanding, is it? We're not better than everyone else, but we're better placed to support our ideal clients that we are. At. And we can do say that with confidence and a boldness because... You've been where your ideal client is and you've got a way through your signature system, those particular steps, which is what we've talked about today. So let's recap how not to leave tens of thousands, for some of you, hundreds of thousands and even more on the table because I've just seeded something to you that your signature system can become a certification program so that not only are you helping your clients, but you're helping them certified licensed coaches to help other clients and other clients. So you're multiplying yourself and you're actually creating another income stream, but rather you're nurturing and building long-term client relationships that lead to profitable and sustainable business growth. What is your signature system? It is a step-by-step pathway that you take your clients through to take them from stuck to unstoppable, kicking all of the goals. So that's what you really want to focus on. That's the next layer in um, the aspect of end in mind before you launch your podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to add even more on top of this the power of momentum. And this is how to attract and generate a steady flow of your ideal client right to your door so that you never have to chase leads again and how you can leverage your podcast by nurturing listeners into leads from your very first episode. Now, for those of you who are thinking, oh, Anne-Marie, I don't know if I can cram any more in. We're not actually cramming any more in. We're going to... um, Share some of the things that you want to have in place, so that what's happening for Kashmir, I mean, Kashmir hasn't even put a podcast on yet. Wait till she starts to 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 implement that. And I hear on the grapevine that she may, very well may now be ready to uh, launch a podcast on top of that. Can you imagine the impact that she's going to make? So tomorrow we're going to dive a little bit deeper. We've already started to talk about some of those things. Everything is interconnected. There is no new things that I'm going to share, but rather Um, layer even more learning on the things that we've covered already Um, but that's what we're going to cover uh, tomorrow the power of momentum so i hope you found this particular episode helpful and have taken down lots of notes again if you want to because you haven't already listened to episode one or episode two of this four-part series you can go back a couple of shows and of course episode four will be coming out next week now if you want to hang out with me During a live challenge where I dive even deeper into each of these topics, I get your questions answered. You can hang out live with me as we go through this in the live challenge. Then go to the link that I'll share with you in a moment and get yourself on the wait list. I'll run these live challenges every so often, probably every couple of months, and that gives us an opportunity to hang out live with each other. Now, of course, if you know you you are ready to launch a podcast to really amplify your message but you know you need to work on your message first and you want to get your podcast set up the right way you can do that with me by your side every step of the way in my group coaching program the 90 day idea to launch your podcast so that we are working Every single week on a specific area, a specific step, getting the right strategy, the right message in place, if you're interested in that, it's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash immersive, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash immersive.
1: This podcast is brought to you by theinfluencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry? while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.